Hello, welcome back. In this episode, we're going to talk about being a business owner and what that truly means. So I'm here with Roxanne Ray. We're going to jump into our content. We've got a few different points we want to share with you about the importance of treating your business like a business and not like a hobby. So as I've started in business, I remember I, I was guilty of this. I actually treated my business like a hobby instead of like a business. And there were a lot of things that I could have avoided had I shifted that mindset earlier. So let's jump in and talk about some of the mindset things that are valuable in really taking on that business owner mindset. The first one being attitude. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I come across business owners who do not have a business owner mindset, right? Mandy just did air quotes for those who are listening. <laughs> business owner. <laughs> do you think you're a business owner? Like I see people put like CEO of and then their company on there. And I'm like, you know, their attitude, are they showing up, right? Like, yeah, what is their attitude about their business? Yeah, the attitude doesn't quite match that title of CEO. And, you know, one thing that Chris said to me, I think it was yesterday and the day before he was he was on fire with this kind of stuff. And he said, your attitude determines your altitude. I was like, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, think about it. If you have a really poor attitude, you're like down in the dirt. You're down in the dumps. It's like you're down here in the mud. But if you have a positive attitude, your your altitude, you're higher up. Right? You're you're getting up there. And he said, it's not about having a toxic positivity, right? It's not like this unrealistic expectation. Yeah, like this fake positivity. It's not it's not about that. It's more about kind of the way I look at it is like redirection, right? You ever have a, a team meeting, right? You come coming of the minds meeting, whether it's on your team or like whatever. And you have those people who are bringing some problems to the surface. Well, this happening. Oh, yeah, and this and this kind of like this piling on. And they're explaining all the problems that are going on and you know, all the different facets of it. And then you being the attitude, the business owner, the CEO, you have to then have that positive attitude to bring up the altitude of, I understand, I hear the problems. We've thoroughly understood the details of it. Okay, let's now determine how we're going to respond to that. And let's talk about what our solution, right? Yeah. But that's hard as a business you know, owner. It is. And and I think we get we and I say we because, you know, we're marketing wellness. Right. And so a lot of people in our marketing wellness space, whether you're a coach, a network marketer, uh, a trainer, something like that, we are running our own businesses. And typically when we get hired to go uh, work a nine to five job or even a part time job, Somebody else is holding that vision. It's somebody else's job to hold the vision and the of success for that company. And so I want you to think about what is your vision for your business? And is it held in a safe space or at the slightest glance of a problem? Does it end up back in the gut? Because if you're truly a business owner and you, you want to live up to that title of business owner slash CEO, your vision and your attitude have to be stable. Yeah. And they have to be fixed in order to have a healthy business. Well, I kind of look at this like working out, right? Maybe you're trying to run a mile in a certain amount of minute, right? And so you're practicing. You're like, oh, my PR is not quite where I want it, right? So you, you're practicing. I see your business attitude the same. You have This is something you have to be conscious and aware of and practice. 
Because like I've shared in other episodes, it's really easy for us as humans to fall back into that complaining and, you know, kind of like that, what was me attitude? Because let's be honest, if you're in business, there are always problems. I mean, you could find problems everywhere. And in fact, one of the things that I, I put when I'm hiring someone new for my team is I look for problem solvers and not problem finders. Oh, I love that. Right? Because we can all find problems. But yeah. if you find that problem, I want you to also find the solution to it. And then you can bring it to me. Do not just bring me problems. I could do that all day by myself. Yeah. I actually love that. It actually makes me think of typos like on a website or a document, you know? Are you going to allow that typo to completely derail you and you become fixated on it and you're so mad and you can't believe and why, why you know, like, I've actually seen these posts in some of our network marketing groups where like the website has a typo and they just rail on it, you know, over and over again, not saying that it's okay to, you know, have typos on websites, but what are you fixating on? Yes. Like if there's a problem, let's, let's submit it to be fixed and move on and not fixate on. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a clear solution. Yes. It's important to fixate on the vision and where your business is going and not where it's not right now. Because in order to get there, it's like planning a vacation, right? You don't just jump on an airplane, most people don't, and end up like have no idea where you're going, right? We get on an airplane and we don't sit there and say, oh, oh my gosh, are we going to end up here or there? Like, are we going to, where are we going to get there? Like, we know when we're going to get there. Right. Because the airline pilot has a vision of, like, they have a plan of where they're going. And so having that business-minded attitude, that business owner attitude is really, it's more than just a title. Yeah. It's stepping into what that means and being willing to hold the vision in a safe spot and not allowing anybody or anything to change that vision. Becoming uber obsessed with what that is. Yeah. And then moving on. Yeah. And and that's, I'll be honest with you. I, I would say I struggle with that, but I would say it's something I have, it's a constantly, it's a constant thing I have to remind myself of. What attitude do you have right now? Because, you know, I think about, you know, I have two different teams. I have my doTERRA team and then I have my social box team. And some people who are on my social box team are also on my doTERRA team, right? So there's some overlap there. And inside of, of my social box team, there's I'm I'm very friendly with everyone. We're, we definitely have a very tight, close relationship. And so I feel more comfortable to sort of air my grievances, if you will. Right. But I have to remember that I am the leader and they are going to follow my lead. And so what lead am I portraying. And and so it's it's something that I have to be mindful of like, okay, I'm okay with us area our grievances. That's fine. I don't mind that because I like to turn it into a joke, right? I kind of, we, we joke right. about it, right? We laugh about it because that, that releases that, you know, that yeah. anger, yeah. if you will, or that frustration okay. by laughing about it and then it kind of melts away, right? But then I have to redirect and make sure that we're refocused on our vision, refocused on our plan, refocused on the direction that we're moving with a positive attitude, a positive expectation. And so if you're noticing here, it's about in order to really have a positive attitude, you have to look at yourself as the leader and remember that you have to like that vision includes you, right? You can't have a vision that you want to be the top rank in your company, but you're, you don't see yourself there. 
like you have to be part of that vision, which means you have to be willing to up level that as well. And, you know, I've, I've heard this phrase before where it's complain up and inspire down. Oh so my goodness. Write that down. I need to write take, that down. Yeah. You take your complaints higher up, right? And, and if you're a business owner, how much higher does it get? Well, for me, that's God. I complain up. He's the one. And it is my husband as well. Like we're side by side in this. And then, but, and you don't allow those complaints to come down. It yeah. has to remain inspirational so that people continue to follow. They, they follow that, that vision. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say with my doTERRA team, that's definitely, I, I would say I'm probably for me personally, that is how I do it. I, I, I complain. I don't even complain in doTERRA, to be honest with you. There's no, not a whole lot to complain so about. Everybody wants a Roxanne in their business. Everybody <laughs> does. I mean, I'm like, okay, do I complain? I'm like, I don't, I don't really have any. No, I don't no. complain. Uh, I'm more of, pretty easy. I would say, like, because I really, I try to embody that whole problem solver mentality. Like, that's the attitude that I take. Yes, there are problems everywhere i will not deny that at all there is pro- there is always a problem to be found but is that where i'm going to focus is that my attitude is that where i'm going to stay no identify the problem what's the immediate solution let's start there let's just like let's go right over to that let's start implementing and addressing that i mean you've seen me do that even in social thought we have pro- okay yeah. see what's going on okay psh, here's a solution let's go i guess what i want to be very clear about is that it's okay to have a complaint it's not okay for that to be where you stay and the attitude that you take to marinate. Right, right, exactly. It's That's not okay. And like you said, I've seen it in doTERRA. I've seen the Facebook post in the comment thread. Yeah. And I'm like, are you going to, well, I'm so busy complaining. Why are you not out running your business right now? You have so much time right here and complain. Well, and, and that really moves into our next point, which is to be a successful business owner, you have to be committed. Yes. And that commitment is more than just saying, I'm a business owner, right? It is showing up day after day to do the income producing activities. And if you've listened to our previous episode, you know that we talk about sometimes we get distracted with those complaints. Yes. And, you know, when I say you marinate in it, what I mean is it seeps into your soul instead of just letting it like rush off, right? Or wash off. And actually, this is not that we were going to this these type tips, but here's here's a tip that I learned years ago that I love the visual of. If I'm feeling hurt or angry or frustrated or complaining, it's really almost cathartic to like do something physical to release that. And one of my favorite things is to jump in the shower and physically wash off that those mental health showers yes it's the (laughs) mental health showers right like wash that off so that your spirit your body your aura your your being is clean from that and i actually you know i like to just like give it give it away to the lord here you go and then get back to work it's that commitment instead of thinking that you have to hold that and like marinate in it no let it go so that you can move on. There's more to being committed though, right, Roxanne? Oh yeah, oh yeah. With being committed, I mean, that's such a loaded term because it really embodies everything it means to be a business owner, in my opinion. It means you're taking responsibility for being a business owner. You're taking that on. You're taking that role on in everything that comes with it. There's a lot that comes with that. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And I'm not I'm not trying to say that in a way that's going to scare you, but more of the reality of it. Because I think a lot of people say they're a business owner, but they're not doing 
the activities that actually make you a business owner that you, right i feel like i'm not using my words right here but basically when you commit to being a business owner you are saying i am committing to this what am i not committing to because there's only so much time okay and then when I'm committing to be a business owner, I also taking on all the responsibilities of being a business owner. So you have to wear many different hats and yeah. you may not have the skills for all those hats, which means that you take well, the ability to go learn those skills. Yeah. If I'm saying yes to this, what am I saying no to? Right. And to me, I'm saying no to being flippant with my time, um, having a horrible attitude or even a lazy attitude. You know, what you just said kind of builds into our next episode, which is going to be about utilizing the resources that you're given in your business with whoever you're partnering with. But as, as you were talking, I sat there and I thought, here we are. Our, our podcast is called Marketing Wellness, right? And one of the reasons why we named it that is because in order to have a wellness business, we need to be healthy. Yeah. Right? Like we can't be marketing a wellness business if we're not well. You can't give what you don't have, right? Right. Well, it's financially and, well, mentally well, physically well, spiritually well. I mean, all the things yeah. you have to have all of that. And we're not preaching that you have to be perfect with it, right? Like, no, obviously, once again, nobody's perfect. But it is very important for us to be and to have those clear expectations and, and guidelines for us to follow so that as we're building our business, we're not sitting there thinking, why is this not working? You know, right. I understand. Like, what can I do differently? When really what we need to do is schedule our time better. Yeah. Right. So that commitment to me, commitment means every single day I'm going to show up at a set time and I'm going to run my business. Like, yeah, I'm doing that. You know, when I first got into business, I started my business in 2016. One of my initial clients that I had she was an older woman in her 70s. She'd been in business for a long time. She was a very successful copywriter. Some of the big names out there in the marketing space actually hire her to write their copy. I mean, and, and she was making $10,000 a sales page just to write the copy. Wow. That mean not, not design the page, not do any graphics. Yeah. Just, just writing. Just to write it. And she's hating chat GPT right now. <laughs> I know, right? She's probably doing some trainings on it, how to incorporate it. Um, she told me, this is the advice she gave me. And I always think about it when my schedule starts to get chaotic, personally, when I kind of fall off of my own schedule. She told me every single morning I get up, I take a shower, I get dressed and put my makeup on. I never, ever start working in my pajamas. I, you know, that is my like start of my day is getting it, taking a shower, getting dressed and doing my makeup. And what I realized is in the beginning of my business, when you, especially when you're working from home, Right. When you have your own business, you no longer have a boss that tells you what to do, where to be, when to be there. Right. It's you. You are the boss. You're responsible for your own schedule. And so I would wake up and I'd, you know, go take care of the dog, make coffee, make my breakfast, lounge around my pajamas, kind of like a Saturday. Right. Think about what you do on a Saturday right. morning. Right. I was every day was Saturday to me. And <laughs> there were days that I wouldn't start working until noon. You know, oh, I got a meeting at one. That's when I'll start my day. Like it was very willy nilly. And when she told me that, that's when I realized 
I am not taking this seriously. Am I really a business owner? Am I am I fully committed to this? Because I'm certainly not treating it that way. It's more like a, a hobby versus a true business. And so that's the advice I took. And so anytime that I find myself, it's noon and I'm still in my pajamas, even if I'm working at my desk right here, I'm like, no, no, no. You're like, <laughs> gotta go get ready. Get well, to the shower. It's like you gotta be camera ready, right? Like, yes. are you... And it kind of brings up that thought of, are you ready for success? What are you doing on a daily basis to to prove to yourself that you're ready today to succeed? And a lot of times we get ready to get ready to get ready. And like, we actually never do what we're getting ready to do. Yes. Well, and with this so example, I would say it's also about being intentional with your time. Because yeah. there's also, there. I'm very intentional now. I will say that is one lesson I've learned is I'm very intentional with my time. So if it's a Thursday and I know that I don't have, I purposely didn't schedule anything and I'm purposely taking that day off, then fine. If I don't take a shower till 10 o'clock, then then that's okay because that was intentional, right? But if it's a work day, you get your butt ready and you do, you like you sit down and you're you're doing your scheduled work. And you don't let your day get derailed. Yes. Um, For me, that's, that's been a huge thing because I've, I've always been, well, not always. I worked in an office 25 years ago and up until the day I had my first child. And then from there on out, I've worked from home and it is easy to just think, you know, my time, oh, I'm going to run and do the laundry and I'm going to do this. And that was really when I couldn't grow my business. That was why I was distracted the entire time. I was thinking, oh, I'm doing all the things. Because I was occasionally showing up to do this, 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 and this. Uh, but there was no direction. And when I finally got my weekly schedule down, Mondays are for mentoring. Tuesdays are for marketing and my at- academy classes. Wednesday are for my essential oil classes. Thursday, I have follow-up. Like I do all my follow-up on that day. I do a lot of email prep on that day. And I have a class. Fridays, do whatever I want. Right? And I mean, we're recording this actually, on a Friday. Every other Friday, we do podcasting because I have the time for it. You know, it's funny. When we talked about doing podcasting, I was like, when am I going to fit that into my schedule? And because we want to do it, that's on my Fridays, you know? And thankfully, it's not every Friday. Thank you, Roxanne. (laughs) Sometimes I need a Friday to just like, you know, disconnect because I am so connected all the time. But when I got intentional with that, guess what? My energy shifted. I was proving to myself I was serious about being a business. Yes. And I would say for me, I kind of fell into that. I didn't realize what I was doing at the time was being intentional with my schedule. But that is, I think, where the way that I fell into that was I started implementing block scheduling. And because there were, I, I felt like by the end of the week, I didn't get anything done that I needed to get done because it's almost like I was being reactive to my day versus proactive. Right. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. So glad. Right? Because that's exactly it. Right. You get the email from someone or you get the Facebook message, you get the text message and here you're there, you're there, you're dealing with everyone else's problems who need you and you're never getting to what you need to do. And so you, at the end of the day, you're like, what did I get done? You got nothing done because you handled everyone else's problem and not your own. So powerful. Be proactive, not reactive. Everybody write that down. Yes. Yes. and I, you can even take that into your personal life too, right? Yes. I have family members that I'm like, they are just like letting life bump them around. They're just reactive to their life 
versus being proactive. So take that into your personal life too. Like be proactive about, it's, it's all about intention. Where is your intention, right? I think there's like a saying that intention flows or no, energy flows where intention goes or something like that. And and it's, it's so true. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to get too woo-woo here, but basically you have to be very intentional with everything, including your, like it starts with your schedule. Well, let's talk about some more about being a business owner. Yeah. The next, the next piece of this, because this is all building on itself. You know, again, we're coming and sharing this from years of business owner experience and multiple businesses each of us own. And these are the things, again, it's not like we took a business course that taught us this information. I mean, even I have my degree in business marketing and those who have a degree know they do not teach this. <laughs> right? They don't teach you any of this. This is These are the kind of things you learn from YouTube videos and podcasts like you're listening to. Yeah. So, so the next one is investing, right? Like who talks about investing? in your business in a healthy way. It's it's hard to, I think that some people are afraid to talk about this because you've started a business, especially in the network marketing space. It's like, oh, you have your product. You should be able to like run with it just the way that it is. And you can, don't get me wrong. It's just gonna take longer than if you're willing to invest. Yes, 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 yes. yes. See, my life, uh, I did not start in network marketing. I started with my marketing agency, which I still have to this day. And I understood that if I'm going to make this work, I have to invest. And so I actually invested in my first high ticket coaching program and I learned a ton. And in fact, what was really cool about that is I made some amazing networking connections that I still have to this day. You know, I started in 2016 that have paid off dividends. And so I understood the benefit of investing because I did it right off the bat to start my my agency because I knew I didn't know what I need to know. But when it came over to network marketing and with my doTERRA business, because that was just my mindset, I immediately like, you know, Mandy, I immediately invested this. Yeah. I need this. This is this. And yeah. what happened? I went gold in three months. I, I remember calling you and being like, why did you just place like a twelve hundred dollar essential oil order on your account? And you're like, I need every oil. Like That's why. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so crazy. But it. It speaks volume for the like the commitment. There's a lot of stock that you put in commitment when you actually are willing to invest. Well, we sometimes we struggle, right? Like to stay committed to our dreams. But if we put some money behind that those dreams and we like join a program, we buy the product, you know, buy large amounts of the product, we're in it, right? Like we're all in. We got to get that investment. Why put it like putting your money where your mouth is? You know, you signed up to start this business. You need to treat it like a business and business owners invest. There is a certain amount of of investment. I mean, if you look at just what we would call a traditional business, right? There is a line item on their balance sheet for investing back into the business, right? You talk to any business owner that started a business from scratch, I'm talking a traditional business, and you ask them, how much did you make the first year you were in business? Nine times out of 10, they're going to say nothing. Because they reinvested every cent they made back into the business to make it work. And so that's the mindset I had with with doTERRA was I'm not looking at this to pay me the first year. I'm looking at this as every cent I make, I'm putting back in to invest it because I know in the long run, 
it will pay off dividends. Well, and I, doTERRA is the perfect example. I look at the seven owners of doTERRA. What did they do? They mortgaged their homes and put all, like, they went all in and invested. And that didn't pay off for a couple of years. And then it started paying off in huge dividends. And now we have a debt-free company. And, you know, they've created a multi-billion dollar company that they invested in in a really intense way. Can you imagine investing in that that sense where it's like you've got all these kids you're supporting and now you've like mortgaged your home you've taken out all your 401k but and, and so we're not saying like don't be irrational with how you yeah. invest i was gonna say that's not what we're advocating for <laughs> we're not advertising yeah. we don't want you to but be like homeless, please <laughs> no please um but it is important to make wise investments they obviously knew what they were doing they had an amazing team a variety of knowledge so that they could fill in the gaps for everything. I know for me in my business, I didn't have like we I'm I am the person, right? And so I hired you to help me learn how to advertise um with paid advertising in an effective way. I've hired, you know, another coach to help with my mindset. I hired another coach to help with sis- my systems, my like understanding how to time block and do things like that. Like I've had to invest in there so I could become a better business owner. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the the thing I want to make clear about this, and maybe I should say this, when I started my marketing agency back in 2016, and I invested in that coaching program, the $5,000, that $5,000 came from my savings account, right? I was that committed to starting my business that I was willing, and I had never like the only other thing that I had bought at that price range was a car, right? And you you get a, a car payment on that. So it wasn't even I had to put 5000 up front, right? This was the first thing that I ever put that amount of money in up front without any guarantees. You know, with a car, you get you got a car, right? But with this, yeah. it was like 100% on me to make it work. But I was that committed that I am going to make this work. I had belief in myself. And maybe that's something we need to touch on, Mandy, is that perhaps the reason that people are fearful of investing is because they don't believe that they can make it work. Well, and this brings up one of my favorite things to talk about. And that is so often we get stuck in the pattern of living in the past. And what I mean by that is we gather and we gather data and information from the past to justify our decisions today. Because I haven't been successful in the past, I can't be successful. And we take the past and that creates every day the same thing. We are living the same thing over and over and over. But living like that daily same track is painful. And so when, when the time comes, when we have an opportunity to step into the next level, we often toward ourselves before we're even before we even can make that decision because we're like oh we know it's not going to work I I haven't been successful before so the way that I fixed this mindset because I was stuck in this you don't want to be stuck living in the past every day saying there's nothing I can change is today is the day that will be the past tomorrow and so today you start doing things that prove that you are successful now of course like you're not going to but like most people aren't going to be an overnight success. So what are the, the two things today that you need to do that, that, that have been nagging at you that are in the back of your mind that you're like, I got to get this done. I got, you know, 
Or if you're in network marketing, have you reached out to five people today? Have you reached out to five customers? Have you asked anybody to be in your business with you? Have you presented the business opportunity? Have you taught any classes? Today is the day to schedule a class. Today is the day to reach out to five people. And then guess what? Tomorrow, you're going to say, oh, I did that yesterday. I can do it again. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because rewiring your brain to a successful task is going to take time. Just like it took your brain time to wire to, to thinking that you can't succeed, right? It's every good thing will take time. And that just means today I'm going to I'm going to show up today, create a new past, which will then affect my future in huge ways. When you were saying that, Mandy, something that came to mind for me with that is something that I haven't shared a whole lot about. I, th- I actually shared it in my interview, the I think the first or second podcast that we did where we were talking about each other, have our past. When I had decided to spend that $5,000 to invest in myself, I had just been fired. And that took a huge, I mean, talk about a blow to your, your self-worth. And yeah. I think taking that step of faith. It really was a step of faith in that I'm spending this money from my savings without any income coming in at the time that it almost made a shift in my mind that you're going to do everything it takes to make this work. Like there's no, tra- it's almost like burning the, the ships, right? There's no, or burning the bridge. There's no turning back. There's only forward. And so if if you're listening to this and you are feeling like you're afraid to invest in yourself or in your business because of what Mandy shared about the past behaviors and the past examples of not succeeding, or you don't feel like you have the funds or, you know, investing requires you to go into your savings account. Maybe that's the catalyst. Maybe that's the the burning of the, the bridge or the burning of the ships that you need to do to be successful. Because I will be honest with you, if I had not made that investment, I do not see how I'd be sitting here with you right now with all the experience and the knowledge and lessons and things that we're talking about on this podcast. I would not, I don't think that I would have those without having first taken that leap of faith, without really any example before me of, is this going to work or not? I don't know. I'm trusting the guy that's selling this to me. And he says he's got people who are successful. So, all right, here we go. Right. I mean, I, this is no way that I would be here right now, share with you all this business success that I've had without first having that first investment in myself. And the question is, were you an overnight success? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) absolutely not Uh, I will say that there were some definite mindset shifts that I had to go through there were some definite limiting beliefs in my abilities and in others that I had to get through I mean I had to go through the muck I had to go through the lessons that most business owners probably go through that many who are listening to this have gone through themselves and come out on the other end better for it, right? And I think that's the other thing too, is I didn't let them stop, right? I kept pushing and I kept going and I kept moving forward with the understanding that it's going to get easier at some point. Well, and I I sit here and I think if I were going, going to go, okay, so I worked at Baskin Robbins all through high school and partly through college. Love it. And if I were to go buy a Baskin Robbins, that would be it huge investment, right? Like huge, because I'm, I'm buying into that. And you 
better be darn sure that I would be working my tail off, making sure that that was successful. I would go in every single day. I can't just like randomly show up and say, oh, surprise, we're open. We have set business hours that you show up to do. There's, there's inventory that you go through. There's, you, you take care of your clients as they come in. You make sure that they're getting timely service. Like when you, when you invest in a small business like that, you're going to show up every day and do what it takes. And I think sometimes we don't treat our business that way, right? Like we just don't have that, that time, that futuristic picture of it because we haven't invested. And they, that's, you know, at the beginning when I was talking about investing, when we put our money there, we're that much more willing to do the work to actually get success from it rather than just showing up every day and crying, but you know, haven't really put too much into it. So it's not like I'm losing anything. What you're losing is time. Yeah. You like, you're losing confidence. You're losing the ability to affect like every single day that you put off your success. You're wasting time. And it, only if this is what you've decided to do. Like, I don't want you to think like, oh, now I feel the pressure, right? But if you are desiring true success, stop putting it off. Like, get busy. Invest in your, whether it be in your time, energy, money, invest in it in a way that proves to yourself every day that you're you're there to win. Exactly. I mean, it all goes back to that commitment. How committed are you? And have you fully committed, right? Because I think some people say they're committed and, and maybe do the actions that they're, you know, show they're committed. But in the back of their mind, they're they're like testing the water. Let's we'll, we'll right. see. We'll see. It, you know, if it if it works out, then I'm fully committed, right? It, you can't do that. You can't be committed after the success. You have to be committed before the success can come, right? I I bet you there are people listening and we love you. Trust me, we are here to help you. That's why we're doing this podcast. But understand that if you're someone that says, well, yeah, I'm committed, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait and see. Like, I'm going to see if this works out. I can tell you almost certainly it's not going to work out for you because you're not 100% committed. You, it truly, in my experience, only works when you're 100% committed to it and in all facets, right? And so that means, okay, you have to wake up early on a Saturday when you really just want to sleep in, right? You're tired, you know, or, or you have to, like, I remember the first time that when I was starting my agency, I had gotten, I made a, a network connection with someone who what, had a big dental practice. They were actually a consultant for a dental practice, but it was like a multi-location dental practice. There was like a whole board of doctors. I think it was like five or six doctors that ran this practice. It was based in Arizona. It was like this whole thing. And he was like, hey, I got you a Zoom meeting with them. They're all going to be there. We're going to be at the airport together. We're going to set you up and we're, you can do your presentation for them. Excuse me, what? Uh, uh, uh okay. Like he, you know, he just assumed because I, I presented myself as fully committed. I'm doing this. I'm an agency. I'm ready right. to go. And so he took that information that, look, I got you this opportunity. Let's go shine. And I'll, you let me tell you, I come from a history of having extreme anxiety when it comes to personal speaking like um what is it what is it called like is it called personal speaking why am i drawing a blank right now a, a public speak public speaking there we go <laughs> that's the word i'm looking for public speaking i covered an extreme public speaking anxiety now i've since 
work to overcome that. But at the time, all of those fears and all of those feelings that I remember growing up having were like the cotton mouth and the race and that like blank mind, right? All that came rushing back. But you know what? I didn't back down. I thought this is stretching me. This is a challenge. If I am serious about my business, which yet, by the way, yes, I am, then you're going to do this, Roxanne. And so I did. And I landed the client. Amazing. Right? But I could have let that fear and that anxiety hold me back and say, no, 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 I got to reschedule or I can't take on that many people right now. Like I could have come up with an excuse. Right? And then I would have lost that relationship with that network person and certainly wouldn't have gotten the client that way. Right? And maybe would have stayed in this small pool and never really got serious clients to, you know, do a good job for. So anyway, I guess my point is that when you fully commit, it's you're, it's going to require you to do things that are extremely uncomfortable in your business, but you will be a better business owner for it. I mean, I've shared with you, Mandy, that, you know, when things come up and you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, that is nothing. You have no idea what I've already done. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. I'm like, look, yeah. I've done this thing that was way harder than that. Like, we got this. Don't stress. We we totally got this. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think that this episode has been so good to really revisit like what does it mean to be a committed business builder, a business owner, um, a CEO of your own company that you've done at home. And if you really want to be serious and take it to the six and seven and eight figures that so many of us dream about, yeah, it is vitally important that you hold a space for that vision keep that strong attitude you stay committed and you're willing to invest yeah time energy money whatever it takes to get to that level that you're wanting it to if you're feeling it deep within you in my opinion that is that is the the manifestation that's coming Right. Like we have these visions and a lot of times we pull back thinking, oh, we never can. But if you're feeling that stirring deep within your soul, to me, that is that is inspiration that you are meant to be doing this. This is you're on the right track. And as long as you can get control of that attitude, have that strong vision, remain committed and and commit to the investment as well, you're going to succeed. 100%. And we are cheering you on. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope that you go and find more of our episodes. Uh, Hit that subscribe button. You can check us out on YouTube as well. And we will see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.